Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur Podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood. A business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process, well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and let's get growing. Welcome to the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. This will be episode 83 of our podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a really, really crucial aspect of success for mompreneurs and really any entrepreneur, which is time management. So I'm going to dive into some strategies and tips and hacks to help you balance. And I'm doing that in air quotes, your business and your family and all the responsibilities that go along with both of those things. So let's dive in. All right. Firstly, as a mompreneur, one of the most important skills that you can develop is prioritization of your tasks. You know, and I know that as a mom, we have so much mental load just with motherhood, just with one child, let alone if you have two, three, four, however many children you have, the mental load that we bear as a mom is huge. So there's a lot of tasks running on the background. If you think of it like tabs open on your browser, you have a lot of tabs open and running at all times. You are freaking amazing. Firstly. But then add on top of that, trying to build a business, figure out all the pieces to the puzzle, your marketing, your social media, putting together your email list, setting up your next sales page for your launch. How do we identify the most important tasks and focus on them so that you can actually increase your productivity? I know at different points of my business, when I didn't have this dialed in, I would get incredibly incredibly overwhelmed. And I would end up grinding on tasks that really weren't moving the needle forward as much as I could have. If I had stopped trying to do 20 things on my to-do list and really narrowed it down to, okay, what are the priority tasks that I need to accomplish for this particular day? So we want to think about what truly needs our time and attention, and then allocate most of our energy and time to those things. So what I recommend doing, and this is what I do, create your full list, create that whole darn list of 142 items. If you want, if you've got multiple streams of revenue going on, create multiple columns. So if you have say a social retail or social selling network marketing business, what are all of the tasks that need to be done? List them all out. Family-wise, what are all of the tasks that need to be done? Let's say for the week. Typically, I do these things for the week. And then some are like more over overarching longer-term projects. So I'll leave that up to you because it's kind of hard to explain in uh, audio only what that might look like. But list out, if you have a launch coming up, what are all of the things that you need to do? I'm looking over to my right here. I have a really exciting launch 
coming up. I can't tell you details now, but it's coming up next Monday. You'll hear all about it. I'm so excited, but I'm working on tasks toward that launch. So I have a list of all those tasks. There's like mm, at least 20 things that need to be done, but I'm not working on them all at once. They're prioritized. Then say you have a course that you're going through. What are all the things that you need to do to implement what you're learning in the course? So dump, brain dump all of your to-dos. Then you're going to pick the night before. So this is what I do. I'll look at my full list and I think about, okay, what do I need to do next? What is the next step in this puzzle that I need to do? The next one, two, maybe three things. And that's what I plug into my work block, my next work block. So if it's a weekday, I typically work Monday through Friday at different times, depending on when I have my daughter, when she's at school, when our babysitter or mother's helper is here, we'll get into delegating and outsourcing and asking for help later on. But I will plug in those one to three next tasks that are the priority for my next work block. And that work block is already scheduled into my calendar. And that's going to be my next point. So I'm about to circle back to that, but this ensures that you get those priority tasks done. And then oftentimes what happens is you end up getting more done, but at very minimum, you have done the tasks that will allow you to get to the next step. What we end up doing is swirling around in the sea of to do's. If you too get lost in a sea of all the things that you need to do, you're not alone. It happens unless you have a schedule, a well-structured plan that's going to help you to effectively and efficiently manage your time. What I recommend is that you set up blocks of time for not just work, but literally everything you do. So your workouts, your personal activities, including your self-care, your family activities, your social activities, your work blocks, literally have everything blocked out on your calendar. I use Google, like Gmail, Google calendar, and it works just fine. I find that the simpler, the better for me, there's tons of technology and resources. Uh, I've tried out lots of different apps like shift Asana, lots of different technologies and systems. But for me, the thing that works best is Google suite. So the Google calendar, Google docs, Google folders, Google sheets, all of those things, but you have to find what works for you to keep you organized. But regardless of what you choose, I recommend creating those dedicated blocks and actually plugging in what is happening in those blocks. So for me for the week, I do this the week prior. So this Friday, I'll make sure I have everything set up on my calendar and plugged in for the next week. I plug in and I color code it too. So for example, yellow work blocks are work blocks where I'm working on my clients projects. So my clients websites, any done for you work that I'm doing, and I'll write specifically into those blocks, what it is that I'm doing. So on a Friday for the next week, I write in what I am doing based on the tasks that need to be done and the logical next steps. If you're someone who needs support with that, because not everyone's brains work the same, correct? We all have our strengths. We all have our different ways of learning things that we're good at, things that we struggle with, things we need support in. I highly recommend if your struggle is in organization or not even in organization, in developing a plan and next steps, hook up with a mentor, hook up with a coach. I don't care if it's me. I don't care if it's someone else, whoever you feel can best help you to align your schedule 
seek out help so that you have an idea of how to do this. It's very crucial that you understand what it is that you should be doing next so that you can keep moving forward and you're not on a hamster wheel. That hamster wheel feeling comes from not having the big full picture of destination you want to be at, where you're at now, and what goes in between there. It's a lot easier to get up in the morning and do one, two, or three tasks when you know it's all adding up. If you get up and you have a work block and you're just doing whatever comes to mind or whatever you feel like doing that day, you're not going to get nearly as far and definitely not as far as quickly as you could with a structured. I'm going to move on to delegation and outsourcing because this is something that can be a total game changer if you are a mompreneur. I think that sometimes we end up feeling guilty if we are, say, hiring a mother's helper or a babysitter when we could be spending time with our kids. Or if we, you know, what I used to do when I wasn't really allowed to work, we'll just leave it at that. When I wasn't really allowed to work, I would go to the gym where there was childcare and I would work out for a part of that time. And then I would get as much work as I could done in the cafe while she was having fun with her friends at the little kids Academy. I think we can feel guilty sometimes, but I want you to think about if it makes you happy to build your business, if it makes you happy to be an entrepreneur and it's something that's positive and really enriches your life, you're going to be a better mama for pursuing that avenue. And if you dedicate time to being present and intentional with wherever you're at. So when you're with your kids, there is no work going on that is shut down. When you're working on your business, you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing your priority tasks. Everything else is shut down, right? When you have these dedicated intentional time blocks and you're present and everything is not totally merged as can be the case, you're able to be your best self in all ways. And not every single mom is wired to want to spend a hundred percent of her time with her kids. Some are, some aren't. And so I know I struggled with that from both internal and external sources of feeling guilty for wanting to do something outside of motherhood when I had the option to just stay at home and not work. And I've learned to accept and embrace that about myself. And I have so many clients in that same boat. And I just want to give you that freedom that if that's you celebrate it, it's amazing for your children to see you pursuing a passion, whether that is being a stay at home mom and being the best stay at home mom you can possibly be in that season, or whether that's being a work at home mom, or whether that's going to work outside the home, whatever it is, whatever makes you happy. If that is a choice for you, take the choice. I can't stress that enough. So I don't want to go too off on a tangent that was uh, off of my outline completely, but back to delegation and outsourcing, don't hesitate to ask for help. So whether that's help that you hire from a service like Fiverr, F-I-V-V-E-R or Upwork to help you with a task, or whether that's a babysitter to give you more time, whether that's family members, if they're willing to be supportive of your business, whether that's a laundry service, whether that's someone who cleans your home, a VA, whoever it is, remember that you can achieve so much more when you have a support system and you are able to rely on that support system. And I know sometimes we think, oh, well, I can't afford to do X, Y, Z. I need to, I don't know, order groceries for delivery, for example, because that's, you know, I have to pay a service fee when I could just go to the store myself. 
However, if you add up the time cost for just driving over to the store, doing your grocery shopping, driving back, there's at least an hour that you could have spent either dedicated time to your children. It could be a workout. It could be working on your business. You have to free up time and you have to be intentional and think about the cost. So sure, delivery fees for grocery shopping, that might be, you know, five to 10 bucks, but what does that gain you back in terms of you being able to stay productive and focused and intentional with your time? Same thing for hiring a virtual assistant or hiring your first employee or another employee or whatever it may be at whichever stage of business you're in. If you are able to delegate tasks that don't require your brain, your personality, your unique skill set, I say do it. And I remember doing this before I thought I was ready financially. It was a stretch to hire a VA, but I knew back at the end of 2019, going into 2020, when I knew that I wanted to launch my coaching and course creation business and make that pivot and transition away from really just focusing on social retail and affiliate marketing through my website. When I really wanted to make that switch, I knew I needed support and I knew I wouldn't be able to scale and do what I wanted to do without it. So even though it was a stretch, I had faith and myself. And it actually honestly motivated me to you know, light a fire under my butt and do the dang thing for many reasons. But that was one of them. I'm, I'm paying someone for their time. I needed to make sure that I was continuing to move things along. So I got the return on investment that I needed to. So delegation and outsourcing is a huge mompreneur hack. And I think sometimes we wait until we, or we're thinking we're going to wait until we're ready, or we're making this certain amount of money, but really that could be the key for you to be able to scale or to continue to grow if you have very limited time. I know for me, uh, until, so from the time I started my, I started my first blog, Taylor Me Mama on maternity leave. And then after a two and a half month maternity leave, went back to work full-time as a special education program coordinator. And so I was working 60, 75 hours a week for a full school year until making the transition to staying at home. But during that time, I was able to grow my Instagram audience to almost 20,000. I published one highly valuable blog post per week, which all of those that have affiliate links still make me money passively today doing all of that while having a newborn and also a full-time job. That was only because of time management and that dedicated focused time on the priority task. When I couldn't, when I didn't have the time to do everything, it made that very clear. So if you think you're really busy, that's actually a good thing because it's going to force you to only do the things that are going to move the needle in building your brand and your business. And again, if you're not sure what those things are, then get with someone who knows and can help you with that part. So you're set off on a good foot and you do utilize your time wisely. Why was I telling you about? All right. Another point is that setting boundaries, boundaries around your time is really crucial to this whole work life balance in air quotes. Really, it's just a dance between prioritizing and focusing on one task at a time to another. There's no way to balance it all out. I mean, I can't even imagine what that looks like. I think it's just finding a healthy flow of life because it's all your life, your work, especially as a personal brand, your work, your parenting, all of it, it's, it comes back to you and you being at your best. And so one of the ways that we can be at our best is by 
setting boundaries. So setting boundaries crucial to maintaining your work and life balance. So communicating when you're going to be working to people within your home, communicating when you're going to be responding to messages to your clients. So for me, I respond Monday through Friday and I respond within 24 hours. So if someone gets to me on Friday afternoon later, I'm not going to feel the urgent need to respond to them during the weekend and, or until that within that 24 hours of my business hours of checking messenger. Right. And so building things like that into your contracts, into, even if you don't communicate it directly with say prospective clients, prospective customers, checking your messenger 20 times per day is going to kill your productivity. You'd be so much better off by giving yourself a once per day time block of say 15 minutes for checking and responding to messages or 30 minutes or whatever it may be on a Monday through Friday basis. It's up to you to determine what those boundaries are, but by actually setting those boundaries with both your family and the people that you work with, you're going to be able to maintain those and stay productive without neglecting anyone. So without neglecting your family and making them feel like all you are doing is being on your phone. And I'm saying this because I have done, I have definitely done this because I didn't have boundaries years and years ago around this. And I wish that I had had a mentor or someone that I was hearing think at the time, the, it was very much like the girl boss hustle type of mentality where just work, you know, put your family to the wayside basically, and just work your butt off for three years. And then you'll have what no one has. Cause you're willing to do what nobody else would do. And I think that's BS because that's life is too short for that type of mentality. And the priority should always be making sure that the people in our lives feel our presence, feel like we care for them because we we do. And life is too short to neglect those who matter most. And you also don't want to neglect your prospective clients and your clients and your customers and your team members and whatever business model that you have. So setting boundaries and really thinking about that and outlining them for yourself and then for whoever else is relevant to needing to know those boundaries and holding them is so critical for time management. For example, setting this live for today at 12. So setting a live recording, I knew this is my time block in my week when I record my podcast, but I wanted to set this as a live video so that I could come in and also connect with my Facebook group. And so setting that time block and then telling my mother's helper, telling Taylor, like that I'm going to be on a call. I can't be interrupted during this time. However, I'm going to come back out and check on you when I'm done. Also not giving this up and going and doing something else because I committed to doing this by posting an event in my group. And so setting boundaries and sticking to commitments is going to help you to focus on your work. Um, I think I kind of mentioned, I was going to talk a little bit about technology. And I think we've talked a little bit about that as far as choosing a system to keep you organized. But there's also so many ways that you can streamline tasks and you can automate tasks in communication in marketing in managing your projects. And so finding a technology system that works for you is really key. Mass communication through email marketing is absolutely key. If you haven't started building your email list or you're not prioritizing building your email list or your text list, I would highly recommend that, especially with the algorithms and social media today, having a way to both attract leads in a way that you can control, whether that be through SEO or whether that be through paid ads, and then a way to automate communication via text marketing or via email marketing are imperative. So those types of tools, taking the time or hiring out 
those services to have those assets built for you or build those for yourself is absolutely key. I should say that's number one. If you don't have those things already, don't look at outsourcing unless you're outsourcing building in those systems for yourself. Another point, self-care. So for me, I build in self-care to my days every single day and not self-care like, you know, 5.30 PM, take a bubble bath and then take a picture of it. So it looks like you're doing nothing but making money and taking bubble baths all day. I can't drown that. I literally can't stand that marketing self-care as in like taking care of your spirit, your mind, your body, your heart, your soul, all of those things, because you getting enough sleep, you having healthy habits, you eating well, you exercising well, you nurturing yourself, you nurturing your mind and your heart and your spirit, you're going to have more energy and ability to focus and be at your best to serve and support your family and your business. So you can't as a mompreneur, as a female entrepreneur, as a personal brand, you can't overlook self-care. So for me, schedule wise and time management wise, this looks like scheduling in read and reflect time every workday. So read and reflect. It's only 15 minutes as a time block. Sometimes I'll do more than that. Sometimes a little less, but it's something where it's a non-negotiable part of my workday, which is to read something or listen to something on audible or a podcast that I can noodle on, reflect on. It can help me to grow. I can help my audience to grow by turning around and sharing my takes on that. That is really important as well as movement. And a lot of times, so four or five times a week, I do an orange theory workout, but most workdays, almost every workday, I take a walk. And oftentimes I'll combine listening to something that's going to help me to nurture my, my brain, my spirit, my whichever Avenue I'm going, I'll do that at the same time as I walk. So take care of yourself, not just with like, you know, going shopping or whatever, like traditional ideas of self-care that we have, but actually, you know, caring for your mental health, caring for your physical health, all of those things that are going to give you that energy and ability to take care of your business and your family at your max capacity. All right. The most important one for me is the prioritization piece. So all of these things that we talked about come back to knowing what is the priority for you at this stage of your business at this week in your business for that day. And so being able to have a global big picture view of where you want to be, and then depending on you as a person and how you work, chunking it down. So if you have your five-year goal or your year goal, and then you break it down to your quarterly goal, your monthly goal, your weekly goal, and what you want to accomplish for the day relative to building up to that. And so to me, that's the most important piece is prioritizing and not giving yourself too much to do in any one day so that you can get that sense of accomplishment. You can get that sense of keeping a promise to yourself, showing up for your business, and then also maintaining those boundaries around the time that you've dedicated for work, not letting that bleed into other areas, particularly into your time with your children and with your family. Knowing when enough is enough is huge. Knowing when you can, at the end of the day, say that was enough. I remember at certain points, and you may be in this place too, where it just never felt like what I did for the day was enough. I could be working for 14, 15 hours a day and it was never going to be enough, but it wasn't really even, you know, it wasn't getting me anywhere if that makes sense. But I just felt this drive to keep doing tasks. And I wish that I had looked at things differently and seen that less is more and that prioritizing would be really, truly a key to being able to scale and also just have clarity on what it is that I was doing and not kind of replacing efficiency with this like false illusion of getting things done because I was busy and always working. So knowing your own boundaries for yourself of when is enough, like when can you just shut it down and move on to the next day as an entrepreneur, as a personal brand, especially if you have 
multiple streams of revenue, you could be working all day long every day. And I'm not anti-hustle. There are seasons when you do, you're going to work 10, 12 hours a day if you are wanting to pace yourself that way, but that's not sustainable. And if you're in a mode where you have really gotten a lot of sleep, you've taken care of yourself and you've got to push for a few days, a short period of time, heck yeah, you're going to have to do that in certain seasons. I'm not saying that you can just sit in your bathtub and work for a couple hours a day. And all of a sudden you're going to have a million dollar business. That's actually not going to happen. Most likely. I mean, does that be cool, but I'm just saying prioritizing your time, using your time intentionally. Uh, those are the keys for me. And I know for many of my clients, I used to have a post-it note. I'll leave you with this. I used to have a post-it note on my computer and it said, if it's not making me money, happy or better, I'm busy. And so I encourage you to adopt something along those lines. If it's not making me money, if it's not making me happy. If it's not making me better as a mom, as a partner, as a business owner, I'm busy. And so if you're in that kind of season where you're really struggling with time management, just keep a mantra like that so that you can say no to the things that aren't going to serve you, your family, and your business. Because again, that speaks to boundaries, but also learning to say no. I think as women and as moms, it's not often in our nature or in the way that we were raised or expected in society to say no to things, to say no to social commitments that don't fit in with you being there for your kids, you being there for your business in this season. Sometimes we have to say, no, we can't be on the PTA. We can't volunteer every day in our child's classroom. Just because you can do something because you have a flexible schedule doesn't mean you have to do it or feel obligated to do it. So learning to say no, I guess I should have mentioned that in the boundaries section, but I'm saying it to you now. So anyway, I hope that these tips for time management as a mompreneur are helpful to you. Remember to take care of yourself. You've totally got this. And sometimes all it takes is a little small tweak or a difference in perspective. And so I hope that something I said today gives you that and that you feel more intentional with your time and you're able to get more done more efficiently with these tips until next time. Cheers to your impact. Thank you for your time and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mom entrepreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.